Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, November 9th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. They're rolling. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. Give him a call. He'll treat you exceptionally well. Take control of your dental health. 317-849-2933. The Colts yesterday, man, what a tale of two halves. The first half... They were fantastic. That defense rolled, if not for the turnover by Jonathan Taylor. The fumble, he puts it on the ground. The Ravens, they scoop, they score, and all of a sudden it's 10-7 instead of 10-0 at the half. Let's just get right to the good, the bad, and the ugly of this loss. Uh, The first half defense was absolutely stellar, awesome. They allowed the Ravens 55 net total yards in the first half. Number one rushing attack in the NFL. And the Colts absolutely shut their asses down. DeMichael Harris was really, really good all game long. Uh, He looked good in camp. Your eyes were just, you went, okay, who's that guy? Who's number one? DeMichael Harris, an unsigned free agent? Okay. Kind of a a smallish guy. And uh, so they activated him this week. And all of a sudden he's making plays. Uh, Two carries for 28 yards. Four catches, 27 yards. Nice. Another tool, another offensive weapon. A team with a dearth of offensive weapons. They needed one. DeMichael Harris, he became one. Darius Leonard, 15 tackles yesterday. Darius Leonard just looked like he was ready to play. He was enthusiastic throughout the game. And one of the good things about this game, two guys went down in the second half. Darius Leonard, where you thought, oh, no, 53. We don't need 53 on the ground came back into the game, so did Anthony Walker. Left briefly, came back. It's a short week this week as the Colts prepare to play the Tennessee Titans. Hopefully those guys healthy enough to get back on the field this Thursday because they are needed. That defense has got to be intact for the Colts to be competitive. Uh, Grover Stewart, I thought, was really, really good. Every time he looked up, number 90 was raising hell somehow or another. Two tackles for loss yesterday. And then they outgained the Ravens. 
339 yards to 226. The second half, we'll talk about that, the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? If you watch the game, you know that the second half was a a good portion of the bad, right? Uh, The defense in the second half, 32 plays to the Colts, four to start the half. The Ravens ran 32 plays before the Colts ran their fifth offensive play. That can't happen. If you can't get them off the field, and there was one uh, fourth down conversion that really turned the game. I I think it was fourth and three, and uh, fourth and three or fourth and four, and the Ravens went for it. They picked it up, and that that was kind of like the air just came out of the building, and you knew the game was over. Uh, the Colts offense, no points in the second half. You can't have that. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's fumble was critical in keeping the Ravens in the game. The Colts, they move the first series, not great. Then the second, they get the touchdown. Third, they're moving the ball again. Taylor puts it on the ground. If Taylor holds onto the ball, the Colts have a great opportunity there to uh, extend their lead and kind of serve notice to the Ravens that it's not going to be their day. Football's a game of momentum, and the momentum with that fumble, that scoop and score, absolutely changed, and and that was a huge pivot moment in that game. Uh, Phillip Rivers, he was off yesterday, 25 of 43, which isn't too bad, but for only 227 yards, one pick, 5.3 yards per attempt, that isn't good, Uh, a 62 passer rating. That isn't good. The pick, that wasn't good. He threw two that could have gotten picked off. He just wasn't sharp yesterday. That's the way it goes. Uh, Darius Leonard, Anthony Walker dinged. That's bad. They got back into the game. That's good. But it's bad that they got dinged because it is a short week with Tennessee coming up Thursday night. The ugly, the two uh, turnovers, you cannot win turning the ball over twice. They lost the time of possession by seven minutes. I told you last week that this was going to be a game where time of possession meant something. Whoever controlled the ball, whoever controlled the clock, that was going to be important. Turnovers always important in the National Football League. The Colts with two critical turnovers, one immediately after they forced a fumble. DeForest Buckner with a huge play. Darius Leonard grabs it. It's poked loose from Darius. Bobby Okereke, He takes it, and it looked like maybe he was going to go to the house. He didn't. And uh, the first play after that turnover, that was Phillip Rivers' interception. And so uh, the Colts, not willing to accept a gift, they returned the gift immediately. And in, in, in my house, we don't return gifts. That's just not what we do. Christmas, you know what? You get some, unless it doesn't fit. Other than that, you keep your gifts. I wish the Colts uh, mirrored that philosophy about gifts. Let's talk about something a little bit happier. The Indiana Hoosiers on Saturday. Wow, did they smoke Michigan. They beat Michigan badly, 38-21. This was phenomenal. I kept waiting for Michigan to find a way to get back into the game, and they just didn't. They were lost against Indiana, and we haven't seen Indiana beat Michigan since 1987. It's a long time ago. They were still searching for pieces of Showalter Fountain in Bloomington after the last national championship Indiana won back in 1987 against the Syracuse Orange. That's how long ago this was. They were, they were still finding pieces of the fountain around town. Uh, Indiana now ranked 10th 
they look good. How about Reese Taylor? Reese Taylor is a weapon on the defensive side of the ball. He was terrific. Seven tackles, two for loss with one sack. Mullen, unbelievable. Really nice game on Saturday. Those quarterbacks are tough. And, and the safeties, tough. That defense is really pretty damn good. They are solid. They made Michigan look ridiculous. Uh, the game was never in doubt, which is, how do you say that? How, how can you, like I didn't, I, I tweeted that my brain just felt different watching this game. I mean, you're, usually as an Indiana football fan, you're, you're watching a game and you're waiting, right? You're waiting for the floor to drop out and the collapse to occur because it almost always has, especially against Michigan. Saturday, it, it was like suddenly I understood calculus. You know, your brain just was like, you know, you're, you're like the, uh, <clears throat> the, the Tin Man, Right? Or, or uh, Scarecrow. Or, uh, who is a guy? Uh, Scarecrow, I guess, didn't have the brain. You know, and all of a sudden he's reciting theorems and, you know, <laughs> I felt like that. It just felt different watching this game. It was fantastic. I've never had more fun watching Indiana football. So, like I said, they're ranked in the top 10 for the first time since 1969. First time after three games since 1967. This is a lot of unprecedented, <laughs> unprecedented stuff. Going on for the Indiana Hoosiers. Fantastic. Uh, 3-0 for the first time since 1987. Michigan State this week, according to ESPN, they've got uh, an 89% chance of winning this game, which doesn't mean anything, especially on the road in the Big Ten. And we're not ready to just, you know, get all, uh, get all full of ourselves and our chests all puffed out walk, going up to East Lansing and say, well, I guess we'll just walk over the Spartans and get ready for the Buckeyes. But it seems like that might be a possibility. You go 4-0, Ohio State will be 4-0 after this coming week, and all of a sudden, Indiana, Ohio State is for, in all likelihood, the Big Ten East crown that game will be for, assuming Indiana can do its business this Saturday in East Lansing. That game is going to be for a lot of marbles for Indiana. Elio, you know, I love this, right? It's uh, Tom Allen has been the head coach at Indiana. This is his fourth full season as a head football coach at Indiana. And, and Dave Revson, God bless him, and the people at, Big, at the Big Ten Network talking about Elio, right, love each other being something that maybe, you know, we could all use in our lives. Sure, Indiana's got to be 3-0 and for people to recognize that loving each other is good. Tom Allen's been saying that stuff since he was a defensive coordinator and probably before he came to Indiana. So, yeah, LEO, a, a, a nice, and, and I'm no better. Like, un, until three weeks ago, I thought Tom Allen, hey, you know what, this isn't a guy, Right. Well, now I think he's a guy. Now I'm a Johnny-come-lately, too. I'm a, I'm a bandwagon guy with Indiana. I watched him every week, always, and, and was invested in Indiana football, but I never thought they were any good or had the right coach. Uh, so great for Indiana. That's fantastic. How much fun is this? It's unbelievable. Uh, Notre Dame beat Clemson on Saturday night. How about that for a game? By the way, I listened to Don Fisher and Buxer do the uh, do the game the fourth quarter uh, on our way down to New Albany for an alumni soccer game, and uh, listening to Don and Buck, it was just fantastic. That it sounded so much like Indiana, 
right? You know, it was like you're driving through southern Indiana on I-65 listening to the Hoosiers win against Michigan and Don and, and Buck carping about calls and, you know, getting all homerish. And it was just fantastic. Just great stuff. And then on the way back, the college football playoff, um, Trevor Lawrence, so what? That he didn't play. I don't give a damn. That doesn't mean anything. They were down seven with a minute 41 left, and the Irish found a way to tie it. Uh, Ian Books was really, really good. That 53-yard pass to Avery Davis, uh, huge with a minute left. That was absolutely critical. And then I kept thinking that Notre Dame, being the lesser of the two teams, I thought, needed to go for two at some point and just say to hell with it. We're going to either win it or lose it based on our ability to go get three yards. They didn't do that. They held Clemson on downs in the second overtime, and they wind up winning. That's why Brian Kelly's the head coach of the Fighting Irish, and I'm here in my backyard yelling into an iPhone. Uh, Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Lisa Thomas, happy birthday. Terry Stanley, Andy Jellison, happy birthday. Coach Matt Green, happy birthday. Andrea Moorhead celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Andrea. Michael Davidson, Jeff Teague, Gabe Salgado, happy birthday. Dikembe Footman. Happy birthday, Chuck Goodrich and Randy Turner. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Go Hoosiers. Elio, we're going to talk about that in the Colts coming up today. Hey, and don't get all despondent about the Colts. We told you last week. And by the way, if you listen to the Orb give picks last week, if you listen as the Orb right there, Gave picks, 10 picks. He won seven. That's pretty good. Seven and three this weekend. Nice weekend for the Orb. We will talk to you about 3 o'clock this afternoon on Inside Indiana Sports Now. Can't wait.